Hi guys, welcome back to the Take Control Podcast with your hosts Brandy and Darielle. Today we do have a guest and we invited Angelica on the show. And today we are going to be talking about health and wellness. Our show is produced by DJ Durrell. So we're going to jump right into it. How was everybody's week? Crazy for me. I had a kind of crazy weekend, so. <laughs> I didn't do much except for um, us meeting a couple times. That was pretty much it. Yeah, my week was okay. I went back to work this week. I struggled. I wasn't focused at all. But I got through it by Friday. I was okay. Um, podcast of all week. Like, I feel like I haven't got a chance to rest. But I'd rather be busy than not be busy. Um, I don't know. So, you were, we were talking about something we've seen on Facebook. Oh, yeah. <laughs> So I seen this post, I originally got it from Twitter, and it says four things a woman shouldn't have to touch if she has a man, and there's four pictures. One is of bills, the other one is of trash, <laughs> then you have groceries, and then you have a car door. And I posted it on Facebook, and I was getting <laughs> people's opinions, and I said that I would speak my mind on the show. Um... So when I first seen it, my first response was, bills is debatable. Mm-hmm. But then I thought about it, two seconds later, I'm like, nah, all of it. Because, well, it depends on your living situation. Um, I know for me personally, like in a situation with living somebody, um, it started off us splitting the bills. He took out the trash. Sometimes I did. Um groceries either we went together or I went grocery shopping and he took all his groceries in the house and then car door every now and then but I just feel like guys are not obligated to take care of all the bills not at all like I've been in a situation where somebody has taken care of all the bills and I just took care of the house but I don't think I'm just tired of everybody having a split in the bills conversation like get over it it's okay to split your bills it's not a big deal the trash, my man can take out the trash. But I'm impatient if it's sitting there and I want to take it out. I'm going to fucking take it out. I'm not going to let it sit there for him to wait for him to get home. Like, that's stupid. Or I have kids. My oldest son can take out the trash. Groceries, I'm fine with going grocery shopping and you putting up the food. Car door, any door, it's a nice gesture. But once again, I'm impatient. I don't give a damn if you open it or not. That's not a deal breaker for me. Right. I really do not care. Like, I am, I'm just over these females and their requirements. Right. So. Okay, so I will say I don't have brothers. So, trash is non-negotiable for me. I'm not taking that shit out. You take it out. The only thing, you, only thing I will do is I will gather it up and put it all together. But I'm not taking it out. I'm not touching nothing. Take it out. Replace the trash bag. I'm not doing trash. Um, groceries, I feel like a lot of men don't know how to grocery shop. So, I'll mm-hmm. I'll go grocery shopping. You can take the bags in. We'll put the food up. That's fine. The car door, I don't... I'm like you. I'm so used to doing it myself. But I tend to meet guys that will get a little annoyed if I grab a door. Yeah. Um, the bills, I think everybody's different. If you don't want your wife or your girlfriend to work and you pay the bills, that's your thing. Okay, fine. If we split them... I don't mind going to work. We can split the bills. Or I pay the utilities and you take care of the rent. Whatever we agree to. Mm -hmm. It's fine with me. But trash, no. I'm not touching it. (laughs) 
yeah, I, I agree. I really don't, I don't mind taking the trash out sometimes, but now that it's cold, I'd rather not have to take out the trash. Like, listen, they should have had, like, who, like, you shouldn't be able to pump your gas because it's that's so cold. Like, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. I'm not need to pump That's the only reason why I would need a man right now. Like, I hate pumping gas from, like, in the summertime to the wintertime. Like, I hate it. My car was sitting Child, because I won't get out in the car. Okay, <laughs> everybody be like, Your car is always on my mom. Your car is always on E. I hate pumping gas, I don't care, even if it's $1.99. I don't want to pump my gas right now. Like, I don't know, like, I don't like going inside either. I'd rather use my car, me too. Yes, but at certain you. places, but it'd be cold. You, you gotta go ask in. all those questions on the little I keypad know. and stuff. I'm like, Yo, it's cold. Like, as I soon as I get this. it in there and it start going, I hit the little thing so it'll pump on its own. I go sit in the car, but yes. yeah, my car will sit on E until so, I can mm-hmm. take the cold. Absolutely, little gas pumping should have been up in that because <laughs> the grocery should have been left out. Like you said, dudes, they just go to the store and buy like a whole bunch of juice, and then you Super be like, stuff. what? And then too, like putting up the food myself, like you can carry in the stuff. I'll put it up myself. Yeah, I like stuff in, in certain, certain places. places. I like Absolutely. it to look neat. Like I need it to be how I need it to be. Absolutely. So I had a couple rants, and I didn't know which one to choose from but they was like really heavy debates this over this week and I was just like I'm talking about this on the show but the one that I wanted to bring up so I asked a few friends I asked the ladies today and all of our responses was the same so if if you're seeing a guy to my listeners if you're seeing a guy and he asked you can I have you what would your response be I said my response would be well what do you mean I don't understand the question the ladies that I asked agreed with me. I did see some people was like, oh, I think it's kind of cute. I think it's romantic. It's, it's better than like, do you want to be in a relationship with me? <laughs> better than that? <laughs> <laughs> right. who, who said uh, that? I need answers because that was, that was totally wrong. I, I have. I, it, was, it was a <laughs> conversation on Facebook. I That's had the so screenshot. Funny. But I'm like, listen, she's 12. Whoever said that, like she's twelve, she had, and to I'm be. I'm closer to forty than I am to twelve. Like I don't right. I don't know what you're saying. I don't understand. That's that so, side chick mentality. Yeah, yes. I just feel like if Absolutely. a guy if a guy says, "Can I have you?" That's a half-ass way of saying, "Do you want to be in a relationship with me?" Like you don't Very want the vague. pressure yeah. of saying, "I'm in a relationship," so now I can't go cheat or I can't do whatever I want to do. So I'm just gonna say, "Can I have you?" And then. It was. I was like, "What do you mean? In what way? In every way? What? What the fuck are you talking about? Like, I don't. I don't yeah. understand." Yeah. So, guys, if you want to be with a woman, ask a woman to be in a relationship with you. Would you like to be in a relationship? Can we take this to that step? There's no. Can I have you? Like, no. That's just not okay. Maybe for the younger girls, twenty, yeah. twenty-one, they think that shit is cute. Okay, mm-hmm. girl, do you think me? No. I'm going to give you a half-assed answer. Like. What do you mean? Like, right. It doesn't make sense because I'm automatically going to think that you're talking about sex. I don't right. know why, <laughs> but it's just like, can I have you? I mean, okay, but like, I don't know. Because then as soon as a female thinks of something different than what you thought, then you mad. You wonder why she crazy and she in her fucking feelings. I like, just be up front. 
Yeah, I I didn't get it, but it was it was a heated conversation, and then somebody said they thought it was cute, and I was like, oh okay, well maybe yeah, that it's has me. To be like a good fresh twenty one, twenty two, twenty three, or some <laughs> shit like that. Like no, can <laughs> you have me? If a man asks me that today, I will be like, like you said, what are you talking about? No, yeah. or for me, cause I'm older, I'm thirty, so for me, it's like get the hell up out my face. Yeah, like, what like, are we even talking about right now? Like we have nothing to even talk about. Like yeah. if you can't tell me what you really want. Then go to hell on. Like I'm cool. Yeah. But I don't know. Maybe there are some guys out there that just really can't express themselves and they say stupid shit. They like, better fucking learn. Can, can I have you? <laughs> like, but the the thing bye. about it is yeah, that the bye. person that said it, I feel like is very articulate. Like you can get right. your point across. So to say, <laughs> can I have you? I, I was just thrown off. Like what? Like I'm so lost. Like what do you mean? But. That was my little rant. Guys, just be direct, especially if you talking to, you know, older women. That shit works on them young girls. Yeah. Like, not, <laughs> like, not the old bitties like myself. You know what I'm saying? That's how I'm listening. I'm old. Okay. Like, can I have you? No, you can't. You can't get about my face. Girl, I was so confused. I was thoroughly confused. Um, we had a few listener questions this week. The first question that we had was, do you think you and your partner should discuss the people y'all have messed with, or I'm going to say slept with in the past? Um, Slept with or Or messed with, yeah, Yeah. I guess, could be both. Um, (laughs) The messed with part, I mean, I feel like now everybody pretty much knows who your ex is just mm-hmm. because things are on social media right i i think that's a general question to ask so what happened with your last relationship mm-hmm. we ain't got to go down the list the whole how many people have you slept with niggas never know how many people they slept with oh i don't know so mm-hmm. i don't ask i don't care as long as you ain't got nothing we don't have to talk about that part <laughs> like because they never know so they never can give you like a number and i mean we all grown. Yeah. We all been fucking, so it's like... Right. I mean, whatever. <laughs> so, I, it, it doesn't matter to me. Um, I would say... I don't think it's necessary. I know that I have before, like, had that conversation. But... Um, now, I don't... It's not necessary. Because then, when you know the exes and you know those people, you look at them funny. Because I know that happened to me. Like, oh, you mess with her? Like, she be around us all the time. Like, now when I hear a little laugh, it's not funny. <laughs> <laughs> like, not at all. So, I'd rather not know. But then I'm kind of nosy. I kind of do want to know. But now I'm to the point where I kind of know without you even telling me. Yeah. So, but I would say no. It's not necessary. You don't need to know. I don't need to know long as you ain't still messing with them it is what it is i mean just like you said like we have social media so nine times out of ten your relationship at some point or another is kind of going to be on mm-hmm. social media without you even posting that person right you know what i'm saying so you kind of know who they've already dealt with anyway right like you said it's not necessary i don't feel like it's necessary like okay i need to know x y and z who you've been with this this that and the third like i don't need to know that but you know, I feel like that tends to happen when you get to know somebody. Yeah. And y'all just talk about y'all's past experiences and things like that. And then y'all kind of, like, share stories. I don't... I never feel no type of way with it. Especially, like, if I 
you know, know the person that he's dealt with or if he's, you know, whatever, vice versa. For me, I never feel away. Like, right. it just is what it is. At this point, we, you know, we've all dated, like you said. We've all talked to somebody. We're all going to know somebody who has done whatever. So, it's just whatever. You just got to take it with a grain of salt and just move forward and just go on with y'all's little situation and just... But it's not necessary. You don't gotta know. Like, their details. Like, right? <laughs> right. Yeah, as long as it's a yeah. chopper, like, I agree with that now. Yeah. Like, okay, I'm cool with the whole friend's situation, but other than that, I mean, it's not necessary, but it happens, and you just gotta, I don't know, just move forward with it. It's life. You put that way better than I did, but I don't have no filter, but... <laughs> <laughs> Uh, y'all could take that one. I'll I'll address it. <laughs> I could take it. I'll, I'll speak on it. Um, I wouldn't say that I'm friends with my exes. I would honestly say that I've only I'm thirty. I've only been in like four serious relationships. Mm-hmm. So like my high school boyfriend, I was with him for like five years and then so forth or whatever. Um, honestly, all of my exes they're really good. They're happy. They're married. They got kids. When I was sick and things like that, and I'm sure we'll talk about that, but they checked up on me and things like that but it's not like oh i'm calling him texting him asking for advice or anything like that like that's not going down yeah like at all i mean um i just yeah i mean it just i don't know sometimes you just gotta leave the past in the past and just call it a day if y'all cordial that's great but it's really no need to even really do anything y'all ain't got no kids or nothing together just move forward like yeah yeah. For me, I I don't double back. So for me, I'm like, uh-uh, okay, bye. Yeah. But um, well, <laughs> unfortunately, two of my exes I have kids with. Mm-hmm. Um, so I am they're a part of my life. Yeah, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, but one of them, like, ooh. <laughs> you know like well, I mean I only, the only person that I have like that ever in my life is my ex-husband I never even deal with that person like ever but yeah other than that all my exes that I've ever had they've been cool yeah um but what was I saying so yeah ew but <laughs> we're cool like we cool we you know we text about our child that's pretty much what it is um we talk about our children, so I have to. I'm cool. Like my recent ex, we're we're cool. Yeah, we get along. Um, that's probably a relationship that I'll have forever, just because I feel like we were friends first, and um, that'll never go away. Besides them two, like only serious relationships I have is a total of three. Mm-hmm. And my first, he, uh, well, my first relationship, I should say. We cool. If I, I don't, we don't hang out. But it's like if I see you out, hey, how you doing? That type of thing. But like, mm-hmm. he's cool. I don't hate him. I will never hate him. He's never done anything bad to me and vice versa. So he's always going to be cool in my eyes. But when it comes to like people from your past that maybe haven't been your boyfriend, but y'all were kind of serious, like them niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I'll always, I will probably speak to some of them, but they don't know how to stay where the hell they at. They always want to come back. Like, yeah. no, so like, I can't be cool with you. 
Hi and bye. Keep it pushing. That's that's where I'm at with it. That's true. Um, I would say probably contrary to what people be- may think. I've actually only been in, I would say, three and a half serious relationships. And the reason why I say <laughs> half is because one wasn't as serious as people thought it was, but it was public. So... I would say, I mean, it depends. I've always been the type that would be like, no, you don't need to be friends with your ex, which you got to talk about. I have enough friends. Like, right. I don't need any no, more friends. Yeah. Um, But, I mean, I think in some situations you can be friends with an ex and not still have those romantic feelings. Y'all just cool yeah. checking on, on each other from time to time. But... Nine out of ten times, no, because I just feel like people move on in life. If you're married or you now have a kid or whatever the case may be, what are we talking about? Right, absolutely. We don't need to talk. Or if you're just in a new relationship, what are we talking about? Mm -hmm. Right. And it ain't even necessarily like, oh, I still have feelings for you or anything like that. It's just like, what are we talking about? So, I, it depends. And then it's also kind of a respect factor. Yeah. When you're with somebody and that's your ex, it's like a respect factor. Like, if you don't have kids with this person... Then and we're together. Then y'all really don't got too much to talk about, exactly. like at all. You know what I'm yeah. saying? If y'all see each other, that's fine. Or if something happened in somebody's life and they reach out and like, oh, I'm just making sure you're good. That's cool too. Yeah. But other than that, that could like, be debated because I just don't. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I've had I've I've dealt with somebody where we were really really tight when we were together, and I was really tight with his family. So if a family member had passed, he would. Be like, you know, I just want to let you know such and such passed because I know right. how you felt. You know, right. things like that. And I've had people call and check on me when I've been sick at different right. times. Like, hey. Yeah. But I know if I'm the new girlfriend, I'm going to be looking at that sideways. Like, what are y'all still yeah. talking for? Like, I'm going to see it as in maybe there's still feelings there. Mm-hmm. So, and I could be wrong. So, it's just. A conversation. You know, I would treat the situation the same way with myself. Like, eh, we don't need to talk. So, yeah. just my opinion. Um, so I want to give you guys our social media, in case you weren't following us. Twitter, it is Take Control Pod. Instagram, it's Take Control Podcast. And we have a Facebook group, and all you have to do is search Take Control Podcast. And please submit questions and ideas to our email at takecontrolpodcast at gmail.com. I wanted to give a shout out to a couple of people, um... Just a lot of our faithful listeners. Portia, I appreciate you and I love you so much. I thank you for listening every week. And I'm glad that a lot of the things that we have talked about, you have been able to apply to your life and fix some different things. So shout out to you, boo. I love you and kiss Alana for me. Um, I also wanted to shout out the ladies that participated in our questions this week, just as far as their health issues and what they struggle with as far as their health. I know a lot of people said that they suffer from uh, extreme migraines. We had someone who suffers from MS and different things like that. So I just wanted to shout out to all, excuse me, give a shout out to all you ladies. Thank you for participating. And I'm definitely praying for you. And I hope things get better for you with your individual situations. So thank you again. Um, I just wanted to shout out Brianna and to let you know that we appreciate you for listening and sharing with your clients and also congratulations. She graduated today and she is a mother of two. So I know that's right. Shout out to you. But that's all I have for this week. Okay, so today we are going to be talking about health and wellness. And this is something that 
I was really passionate about being a diabetic. Um, I know that we have listeners, like I said, who struggle with different health concerns. And when we decided to do this, the first person I thought about when I knew I wanted to do this episode was Angelica because I follow her on Instagram and I just from following her, I know a little bit about her story. So I wanted to invite her on so that she can, you know, kind of share with us what she's willing to share with us about her health and the different things that she struggles with. Um, so I'll kind of let you start and then we can just kind of go from there. Okay. Um, so I have shared some things on Instagram. I think I've shared a lot. Um, I've been pretty transparent about what I've shared. Um, at first, you know, I've had some people say, why, why are you putting all that out there? Um, but then I've also gotten like DMs and like people that don't even live in Ohio and they're like, oh my God, you have no idea. I'm dealing with the same thing. What are you doing? We exchange stories, things like that. Um, so for those who don't know, um, I'm a 30 year old cancer survivor. I have dealt with ovarian cancer. I have lupus and I also have beta thalassemia. So the past couple of years for me have kind of been really rough, though most won't see it like that because I'm always like laughing and smiling so and doing some yeah. things. Um, but you know, now that I've gotten to this point, I've had a, a hysterectomy last year, December of 2015. So infertility is like a big part of my life. Like I can't have kids like at all. Um, so that's something that I've always struggled with and, and dealt with. Um, after having my surgery, I can honestly say now being a 30 year old woman, I sit back and look at all of my health issues and I'm like, okay, it makes sense now. Like every, everything just clicks. Mm -hmm. In high school, I I mean, we have, like, periods and, like, the worst periods ever, right? Yeah. For me, it was never, like, a heavy period. For mm -hmm. me, it was, I'm so much in pain. I just want to just die right now because I was that much in pain. I was so exhausted. Wow. Because the pain would just literally exhaust me. So, it was about maybe, like, three or four days out of the month. I'm at home because I'm at home sleeping because I'm in so much pain and just trying to get rest. I can't move. This I can't function. I will go to my doctor. I'm hurting. I'm hurting. I'm hurting. I'm hurting. Well, it's just your period. It's just your period. My mother, she put me on the pill at like 15. And it did help. Yeah. It helped, but it was still there. And then it was a time where I was, I just felt like I was on the pill for too long. I was on the pill for like... I want to say maybe like six or seven years. And I just don't think it's just natural to be on something like that that long. Yeah. Just personally speaking, that's just how I felt. So yeah. I'm like, okay, I'm done with it. And, um, you know, I've always wanted kids. And I've always been like a relationship girl anyway. <laughs> so <laughs> that topic always came up. But it like never happens with anybody that I've ever been in a relationship with. Mm -hmm. And then um, I remember going to like my yearlies and whatnot. And um, we would always talk about my, my periods and stuff and those symptoms. And still it was getting blown off. So then I switched doctors. <laughs> and um, I think I was, I think it was in 2010 or maybe 2011. Um, I got a pelvic exam. So like people, uh, pap smears are very important, important, but pelvic exams are super important because you know they feel and they can tell and he's doing his exam and he's like something just feels off on the right side like it's really heavy and I'm like well what the hell does that mean like what are you talking about 
and he's just like it's just heavy I'm gonna need for you to come back in a month we're gonna do an ultrasound and go from there and then that was the first time that they found like a tumor so then he was like, sometimes it happens with women with their hormones, it fluctuates and whatever. We're going to do tests. We're going to do this, this, that, and a third. Like, my estrogen levels are so low. Like, I don't have, like, the normal estrogen levels like you ladies probably have. Mm-hmm. Um, so that played, like, a huge factor. Um, so I was in the office doing blood work, got my ultrasound. They found it. And it was very small. I mean, it was, like, three centimeters. It's not big, but it's big for an ovary. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, let's put you on a pill. Since your estrogen levels are low, let's put you on a pill and let's see if this can, like, kind of weigh it out. And sometimes it shrinks, sometimes it goes away. So, we did that. We did it for four or five months. Then, after that, um, went back, got my ultrasound again to see if we made any progress. And, no, we didn't make no progress. It grew. It just got bigger. So, Got my very first surgery. This was 2011. Got my very first surgery. And, you know, there was kind of some kind of precancerous cells then after he took it out to the, the pathologist. They mm-hmm. examined it and whatever. And um, so, you know, it was fine. You know, it just kind of like blew it off. They're like, okay, you're going to be good. And so I'm like, okay, fine. Go back for my, like, yearly. Bam. It's on the left, or it's on the, yeah, it's on the left side. Yeah, it's on the left side. Wow. Now. So, let's monitor it. Let's do it all over again. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And then, so that happened, and then um, got another surgery, and they're like, no. So, you've had several surgeries. I've had four. I've had four of them. So, it was just, you know, taking the ovaries off. And the, the thing, or not the ovaries, I'm sorry, the tumors off of the ovaries. And the thing was for my doctor, you're so young, you don't have kids. Let's do everything in our power to, to preserve your ovaries. Mm-hmm. And also, not just because you don't have kids, but because you're a woman. And I, I mean, when I started figuring this stuff out, I was uh, just getting ready to hit 25, maybe a couple years, maybe like 23, 24. So it's just like you you need those hormones as a woman right. too. You know what I'm saying? So that that was his thing too. He didn't want you to. He didn't want me to go in like premenopause mm-hmm. or all of that. So that had a lot to do with it. Not just not being able to have kids because us being able to produce our own hormones is so important, right? Yeah. Because when you start taking like synthetics, it's so much more health issues that come with that, like breast cancer. Yeah, you know what I mean. So he don't he doesn't want that. Still to this day, my doctor does not want that. So, I've had four surgeries, and we were going back and forth with the whole, you know, let's take the tumor off the, the ovary and go from there. And then my doctor was like, you know what? I, I really want to do everything in our power to, like, preserve you. But there's nothing else we can do. There's nothing that we can do, but let's try one more thing, though. Let's, let's do some chemo. And I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. And when he told me this, I had just got married. I think I was married for, like, two months. So now I'm thinking like, oh shit, like, you know, you're supposed to be like in your honeymoon phase and things mm-hmm. like that. I'm like, now I got to tell my husband at the time, okay, babe, we got to do chemo now. Yeah. So me being like in the healthcare industry, but also kind of being a health net, I'm like, okay, one, everybody knows that chemo, it works, but it doesn't because it kills all of your good cells. Mm-hmm. It kill, it does so much damage to you. So I like had a whole argument <laughs> in my doctor's office. I said, I'm not doing all this aggressiveness that y'all want me to do. What do you think I can do that's the least invasive? Well, you can do the pills or you can get injections here and there. So that's what I did. I did, um, it was called um, 
tax all and, and invest in. So I took pills literally every day. So 2015 is so memorable for me because um, I literally like lost so much weight. I was just sick. Mm-hmm. I was just sick. I was just in a bed and my family and friends, they would all come to the house and we would just have people at the house, but I'm like laying in the bed. So it made me feel good, but it didn't make me feel good because I'm like, I want to come kick it with y'all, but, but I, I can't because I'm, yeah. I'm tired, I'm achy, I'm losing weight, I look sick, I look crazy as hell, like I'm pale. I didn't know what my hair was going to do. My hair was way longer than it is now. I cut my hair right before treatment because I was like, shoot, might as well just yeah start mm-hmm. so weird. <laughs> so I did that. We did chemotherapy for maybe seven months. We did that. And then after that, I was like, I'm not doing it no more. I'm not. I don't want to feel like that. I don't I don't want nothing. During the whole chemotherapy phase, that's when I got diagnosed with lupus and beta thalassemia. Lord. So with lupus, like I said, hindsight 2020, looking at my history, then like I just wouldn't feel good as a, a person sometimes. Like I said, even as a child, like headaches or I'll break out like hives all over my body. Just out of nowhere. I'm not allergic to no foods or yeah. anything. Like, I would just break out, and it would just be all over my body, and I would just be so sleepy. Like, I'm the sleepiest person y'all probably yeah. ever meet in <laughs> y'all's whole entire life. Like, I'm so tired. Hindsight 2020, looking at it, it's like, she's had lupus this whole time, but we can never really diagnose it. And then back to thalassemia, which is kind of like, it mocks sickle cell. My father, he has sickle cell. Mm. So it mocks it. Basically, it's um, where your red blood cells are so tiny that they can't hold in the hemoglobin, which is the oxygen that is in your red blood cells that, you know, your red blood cells travels to your body organs and it feeds your body organs to keep them functioning and keep Mm -hmm. them going. Mine don't do that. Okay. So when you do like a regular blood test on me, it looks like I'm anemic. I'm not even anemic. This whole time... My mom, even my mom, she told me, she said, well, when you were a baby, they had me um, give you supplemental iron supplements and things like that because they've always taught me she's anemic, she's anemic. I'm not even anemic. It took my hematologist two years ago to be like, you're not even anemic. This is what's going on. This is what's going on. If they really took the time out to really do a thorough iron test, Mm -hmm. one, your iron levels are through the roof. It's dangerous. So... I had all of that going on and I was just at the time going through such like a, a crazy time in my life. I was like, when I had my surgery, I was going through a divorce at the same time. Mm -hmm. So it was just real, real tough. Um, I ended up just making a sound decision and saying, you know what? I can't do this no more. I don't want to have a surgery every freaking year and a half or two years. Cause that's how it was. It was literally like clockwork two years. Let's go. So, um, my doctor, he was like, well, what do you want to do? Because nothing is getting better. And I was like, all right, well, let's just go. Let's just do it. Let's just do it. And, I mean, I just, I had to, like, really, I cried it out a lot. I cried it out so much. But, um, you know, I told myself one day, I said, you know what, I can't live like this. And I don't want to be in a doctor's office all the time. I'm already in there for lupus and beta thalassemia anyway, too. I don't want to be on there, in there on top of that. Um let's just go and just, let's just do it. Yeah. Cause this is just not going to, this is not going to do nothing. And my family, they're hurting. Like, you know what I mean? It just yeah. all played a part. They were so worried about me. And so I did it. So last December, 2015 is when I had my hysterectomy. Um, I do have one ovary left. 
So I did keep one and I negotiated. I got there. I was like, listen, just, you know, doctor, fill me out here. Like, whatever yeah. ovary looks best, keep it. He's like, all right, I got you. So I do have one left. However, a little tumor grow back. So <laughs> we got to get that out. Lord. We got to get it wow. out. But it's not, he doesn't think it's like cancerous or anything. It's yes. just, that's just what my body does. Um, I don't know if you ever seen when I had posted on my um, IG story, I said, listen, if you guys are grown women and y'all just start breaking out of nowhere like crazy, go to your doctor and go get your ovaries checked. Because that be like the telltale sign. The thing is with ovarian cancers or even ovarian issues, even with women issues, period, in general. Mm -hmm. Um I feel like we focus so much on breast cancer that we forget about our ovaries. We forget about our uterus. We forget about our cervix because it's out there with breast cancer and it always has. From the time that I can remember, like, it's always been breast cancer stuff. But the thing with, you know, ovarian health, uterine health, things like that, it's everyday symptoms that you just, like, pacify so much. You know, we feel bloated. We get rinsed our period, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You never know. That could be cancer. You know what I'm saying? So it is important. And, you know, just stay on top of your, your doctor's appointments and things like that. But I'm so, like, involved with my doctor. Me and my OBGYN, we have, like, the greatest relationship. relationship. We yeah. have, like, the, we, like, best friends at this point. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's crazy because Dario was just talking. We was talking about this when we was planning this show about getting paps. I, my mom put me on birth control when I was 15. Mm-hmm. I never really had trouble with my periods beforehand. But she put me on birth control when I was 15. I think I started getting pap smears when I was, like, 16. Mm-hmm. And I was getting them every year. Mm-hmm. And then one day my doctor was like, you don't have to get them anymore. I mean, they always come back fine. You have no right. issues. Right. And they do pelvic exams and pap smears at the same time. But we were just talking about that. Like, why did they stop doing them every year? Now they say every two to three years. Well, anything can happen in two to yeah, three years. Yeah, oh, The age is, it's like, what, 20, 21 or something? It's the highest. Yeah. Something like cancer. that. And I think that's stupid because... I mean, there's kids out here having sex, like, yeah. and they're not, most of them ain't being protected, so it's like, I don't feel like it should be a age requirement uh, yeah. to get one. It shouldn't be an age requirement, but working in my profession, the reason why it's like that is because of the healthcare laws. That's it. Your health, your health insurance agencies, they feel like it's necessary for a woman to get it every three years, which I think is crazy. No. So I told, I think my last job, it wasn't this job that I'm at now, but my last job, they, they ended up switching and saying every three years. I said, listen, I will go in there and make up a damn problem to get checked out to get, yeah. once a year. You That's know what, what I'm saying? That's what I was about saying? to say. Like, Can you tell them you want it more often or do you, I got to go to different no, doctors. Girl, go in there and go <laughs> make your ass up a lie. Be like, listen, I don't know what's going on. I'm bleeding. I, I don't bleed, even know why. Like, what's like, going on? Like. Like, I would that. be so if that's dramatic. what you need to do, yeah. do that. Because I'm always hands-on with my doctor, especially with everything that I've been through. I go in there in a heartbeat. I start aching and start feeling not feeling right. I'm at the doctor. I'm like, Bella Lasky, I need you. <laughs> like, I'm telling y'all we are best friends, but yeah. And that's another thing we wanted to talk about was, like, knowing your body. Um, for me, it's like I with my diabetes... I know when it's a cold. I know when it's mm-hmm. a, the flu. I know when it's just me feeling achy. And I know when it's my diabetes. Like, it's a different feeling every yeah, time. it is. And, like, it, it's weird because people... And that's why I wanted to have you on because it's like people, like you said, people have these symptoms of different things every single day, but they just blow it over. They just think it's, mm-hmm. it's normal. Nothing's wrong with it. And 
especially with men, I was talking to one of my guy friends about that, and I thought this was interesting. Men never go to the doctor. Ever. They never get checked out unless something is wrong. Well, she goes to the doctor and everything's fine, and I ain't got to worry about it. People hate going to the fucking and doctor. Like, I, girl, I hate it now. I'm not even going to lie to y'all. I'm like, I don't. I'm just like a couple of days ago, I'm like, Lord, I how can go. I get out of this? Yeah. But I yeah. got to go. So. And so I was talking to him, and he was like, you know, we don't know what questions to ask. We don't know, you know, we don't really know what to say. That's why we don't go. And I'm like, you know what? I never even considered that. I just thought that y'all was lazy and just didn't (laughs) want to go. Like, I just thought y'all was just lazy or like y'all just didn't care. If something was wrong, y'all just wouldn't want to know what was wrong. Mm -hmm. But me, I have my primary care doctor. I have my endocrinologist. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't really see a podiatrist as far as my feet, but you have to be really careful with your feet when you're Mm -hmm. a diabetic. And like I've said on the show before, I was diagnosed when I was nine and a half, almost 10. And I mean, my whole entire life, it's been hospital stays and different medications and different things like that. And it's funny because people never really know what you're going through. And I remember Mm -hmm. when I was younger, I never wanted anybody to know I was a diabetic except for my friends. Like if I was talking to guys or different things like that, I would never tell them. And as I started getting older, I'm like, you gotta tell people because if bitch, if you just pass out, like you know what I mean, you fall out, they don't know what to do. (laughs) So, you know, just like you've been here and you've seen like some of the things that I have to deal Mm -hmm. with, and I'm like explaining it to you, like, well, okay, I gotta do this, this, and this, whatever the case may be. But it's weird because, like, it's funny how your body can turn on you, you know what I mean? Like, and we were planning a show and we were talking about, you know, different things you can eat or, you know, to kind of prevent things. But we'll get into the prevention side of things later. But it's just crazy. Like, you go through all mm-hmm. of that. And, mm-hmm. like, you're literally one of the most positive people I follow <laughs> on IG. Like, you I have to be. You do have to be. I mean, I just think for me, and I, I do, I get a lot of people who, like, DM me, like, how do you even get up today? Like, what do you do? Yeah. Honestly, when I was going through my surgery, um, when I was going through my chemotherapy, it was fine. I mean, I just had a good situation going on as far as family, my marriage at the time, things like that. My surgery, now that challenged the hell out of me. Like, oh, it was days, honey. No, it was months where I didn't want to get out the bed. I literally cried. I didn't eat. I was already skinny. (laughs) It was really, 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 really bad. And, um... You know, you just think that you have certain people in your corner and it didn't happen. So that put a lot of damper onto the whole situation at hand. But then on top of that, you know, you're like, okay, I'm going to be 30. At the time, it was December, so April's my birthday. So I'm like, in April, I'm, I'm going to be 30. Like, I cannot have no kids. I've never been pregnant. I've never experienced none of the things it's like not that. that great. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I heard, I heard. <laughs> it'll just be one and done and I'm just completely done with it like I'm never doing it again yeah but um you know I mean every woman should have that opportunity to have a child especially if that's what you really really want to do so that was very tough for me but I know a lot of people see me post my nephew all the time. time he came at such like a great point in my life because it was a time where I I didn't want to live like I didn't want to get up I just felt like my whole world was over. Yeah. Like, literally felt like it was over. 
but he came and he brought so much happiness to me. Yeah. Um, he's not the only nephew that I have, or the um, I have a lot of nephews and nieces, but it was just with him. He just came like right on time. Mm-hmm. And then he's my brother's child. Me and my brother are like twins. We're not twins, but everybody thinks we're twins. And that was his first child. And um, that's just something that that helped me. So everybody's like, why are you so positive? Like, how do you do it? Like, I do it for the kids. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, my kids. Those are my kids. So I don't know. You just got to keep up. You you just got to you gotta keep doing what you have to do each and every single day. Like, you cannot. I just felt like on my 30th birthday, I will say this. I woke up one morning and I said, I don't want to feel like this no more. I want to cry. I want to do nothing. I got up. And that was literally the last, well, I won't say the last day I cried, but it was better. definitely, yeah. I felt better that day. That was like a pivotal moment for me. I said, I don't want to go into my 30s just feeling sorry for myself because that's how I was feeling before. Right. Like, I'm tired of feeling sorry for myself. And why did it take too much energy? Yeah. <laughs> the hell? Like, it's so Listen, like, you used to have me over here tearing up. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm emotional because... <laughs> It's just like you think about all the little shit that you fucking complain about. Yeah, like, yeah. absolutely. You do. I'll be you do. sad for dumb shit. Like, yeah. and it's just like, it's so much more stuff out there that could be I wrong. still be sad for dumb like, shit, so, too. <laughs> but I see what you're saying. Do you, so would you, con- are you considering other options as far as children? Um, I, I mean, no, not really. Not really. <laughs> no. Okay. I've thought about it. Like, <laughs> <we're> gonna, so, <laughs> we got to all start with a man. Not, not really. Like, not really. Yeah. I, I do have that one over left. Everybody is like, well, do you want to preserve your eggs? I'm like, at this point, I don't even think my eggs want me to do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, I done been through some of these type of treatments and things like that. I'm 30. Yeah. It probably ain't nothing there anyway, for yeah. real. So, I don't. I don't know. I think that right now where I'm at, I'm I'm happy yeah. where I'm at. I've um toyed with the idea of somebody having my baby. Listen, <laughs> you gonna have my baby? I asked my best friend, <laughs> would she have my baby? Would she be my surrogate? She I, said that she would be my surrogate. My best like, friend said I the same thing. I asked my mom. My mom <laughs> yeah. told me My no. best friend's gonna be mine. I asked my mom. <laughs> first, I asked my mom. I said, "Mom, will you be my surrogate?" She told me to get the hell out of her face. I thought that's right. <laughs> then I asked my sister. She told me to get the hell out of her face. <laughs> Then I asked my best friend, and she was like, yes, baby, I will carry your babies. Mm-hmm. Like, and she wants she wants to get her tooth tied, but she won't, like, she changed her mind for me. I oh, my God. Like, Listen, <laughs> I asked my sister-in-law, she said, get up out of my face. I'm on my fourth kid. Like, no. <laughs> but my best friend, she said, she was like, I will carry your child. Like, if that's what you really want to do, I'll carry your child. So I'm like, oh, I don't know. It's, like, weird, but I get it. You know what I'm saying? So I don't know. I've, and she's like, all you got to do is feed me. You don't got to do like, all right, we got a deal. I will feed you. If I got some money, it's yours. I think I'd be too strict, though. Like, if you carry my baby, like, no, bitch, you can't do this. You can't do nothing. Matter of fact, just go lay down. Right. For, you a bed rest, bitch. I'm putting you a bed rest. You ain't going to do nothing about my baby. Man. But, no, I mean, like I said, I just, I wanted, I really wanted you on because I know we have listeners that are going through things or may not know that they're going through things, and it might spark you know a light in them to say let me go to my doctor let me get checked out Mm -hmm. and like I said a lot of people didn't know that I was a diabetic and then when I start talking about it people were like oh wow blah 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 blah." and so I if we have any listeners and you're a diabetic like my thing is is stay on top of it because for so long I mean my mom wasn't very disciplined with me like she should have been when I was a kid those habits didn't change when I was a adult. And so now I'm just now learning to take better care of myself as far as what I eat, what I'm intaking, 
checking my blood sugar, taking my medicine, and it's hard. Like, it's so hard. And I've been through, like I said, so many hospital stays. Because of my diabetes, I had a hemorrhage in my eye. I was blind for two months, had to get eye surgery. I've had an infection where I've had to have a pick line in my arm for two months. Like, it's been rough. Like, and there was 2016, I did good. I didn't have no hospital stays. I didn't get sick. Nothing. I was fine. And then as soon as 2017 come, bam, I'm in the hospital. And another thing is, I wanted to tell people, like, you have to find a good doctor. Like, this Mm -hmm. most recent issue that I had in December, I started off at Riverside. I didn't want to go to Grant because when I went to Grant in January, they fucked me up. Uh And I was in the hospital twice. So, I was like, I'm not going back to Grant. So, I went to Riverside. Riverside sent me home. I didn't get no better. Went to Mark Carmel East. Didn't get no better. Then I ended up back at Grant, and Grant finally did their job. Like, Mm -hmm. so, if you're not going to the right doctors that check and Grant ended up actually checking me for everything mm-hmm. like everything under the sun and the other two hospitals didn't so I wasted a whole month in the hospital mm-hmm. and it could have been fixed if y'all would have did it right the first time absolutely mm-hmm. so another thing is finding the right doctors like I've had the same primary care doctor since I was 15 and she's a great doctor when I go and see her every year she tests me for everything under the sun you know what I mean they let me know what's going on. You have access to read. If you, you know, use Ohio Health Doctors, you can access all your records online, which is very helpful. You can see your test results for everything and schedule appointments, do online appointments. So even if you don't want to physically go to the doctor, you can schedule online appointments Absolutely. with your doctor and do it through a computer. Yep. And they'll mm-hmm. just send you to wherever you need to go mm-hmm. to get your blood work done. So I just feel like people have to educate themselves on their health and their bodies and listening to your body because it will tell you in one way or another when something's wrong. Like you said, you was breaking out in hives and you didn't, you know what I mean? Like little things like that just don't happen. I mean, it can happen for no reason, but a lot of the times things like that don't happen for for no reason. I think with my, my ovarian issues, the biggest thing for me was just being in pain and like my hips used to ache all yeah. the time and my lower back used to like just ache and I used to be so bloated okay yeah. <laughs> like why am I bloated like and I ate a salad today like, like, like yes because that can be, be so like, general like that's I'm a broad spectrum like you're like bitch I'm feeling bloated right now let me call my doctor I've been bloated for two days <laughs> yeah, we're not trying to scare y'all but stay you know what I mean go to your doctor yearly and you know just Make sure you're okay because we all want to live lives, especially mm-hmm. people out there that got kids. You got to be around for your kids and different things like that. So it's just, you know, go to the doctor regularly. Um, Dario has some different things that she want to talk that she wants to talk about. You did some research and stuff. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> I watch. I know a lot of people watch What the Health. Oh I my god! Watch I watched it again over. <laughs> the weekend because it just like so it talks about people that have different things like diabetes people who have bone problems asthma um which I have asthma but I never think of it as a big deal because I'm just like asthma that's that's nothing but um and it just talks about you know them switching to an all-plant-based diet and how that helped them get better um, and then they had a couple facts on there that they said like 350 billion people have diabetes. They said diabetes is caused by the meat we eat and not sugar. Mm-hmm. Um, and I didn't know that. Yeah, that's crazy. I didn't know that either until I seen it. Cause I see when you, you always when we were sugar. When looking at this, that's when I seen. I didn't know that. You should watch it. Yeah, no. Okay. <laughs> 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 you should. <laughs> um, <laughs> 
And then also, um, 13.2% of all African Americans aged 20 and up have been diagnosed with diabetes. African Americans are 1.7 times more likely to have diabetes as white people. Um, 13.6% of people of all ages are in fair or poor health. The leading causes of death is heart disease, cancer, and strokes. One in four people die from cancer. And they said eating processed meat increases your chance of getting cancer. And then the top seven chronic conditions for older adults include heart disease, strokes, cancer, diabetes, arthritis, obesity, and COPD. Um, and then I was looking at like the cost for these chronic conditions and it says heart disease and stroke costs were $315.4 billion and $193.4 billion of it was paid in direct medical costs. Cancer care cost is $157 billion. Diabetes, $245 billion. And $176 billion was in direct medical expenses. Arthritis, $128 billion. Obesity, 147, and COPD was 50 billion. And this was a few years ago, so it could have went up. Increased. And the thing yeah. about it, disease is a business. Like, if you it ask is. me, there's a cure out here for all of this stuff. And mm -hmm. I feel like if you do your research, we have access to so many resources now mm -hmm. YouTube, the internet. I feel like if people do their research, there's ways that you can cure just about anything. But it's it's a big business. Look at those numbers that you just said. Yeah. Like, mm -hmm. people get paid for people to be sick. Absolutely. And then if you watch a documentary, he was saying, like, on these, the big websites, I don't know what, like, the health websites and stuff like that. They give recipes for stuff that you're not supposed to be eating that increases your chances Absolutely. of diabetes and cancer and all types of health issues. And he's like, well, why? Like, do y'all have these recipes on here if we're not supposed to eat that? And they're funded by these food places. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It was crazy. Like, it was, I, I loved watching it. I'm glad I did. I'm still not a vegan, but I think about <laughs> being a vegan, so we almost there. I'm going to watch it. And that's the thing. I stopped for a while. I stopped eating meat last year, and I was just doing vegetables, and I was doing seafood, so, like, shrimp and, like, mm -hmm. salmon, that's what and I, I would now. get it fresh. Mm -hmm. And I felt completely different. Like, mm -hmm. my body, like, detoxed quickly, like, first couple days yeah. detox quickly i was sleeping better i have more energy i started taking vitamins you know i was i was feeling a lot better so you can definitely see the difference from when you're eating healthy and when you're not eating healthy yeah. you feel sluggish you want more like if you sit and you drink a pop you notice like you don't get full or yeah. you're eating candy you don't get full and it's the sugar in it mm -hmm. but disease is definitely a big business which i'm sure everybody knows but being in healthcare myself, but more so on the administrative side, I work in health insurance. Like, the access to good healthcare for certain groups of people who live in certain areas is terrible. And like you said, it was 13.2 African Americans diagnosed with diabetes or with, made up half or the population. Mm -hmm. And some of the lesser, you know, lower class neighborhoods, things like that. You don't see urgent cares. You don't see doctor's offices. You don't see none of that. And I talk to these people on a regular basis because I handle their complaints. Mm -hmm. They talk about how bad these doctors are because they don't want to be paid Medicaid rates. 
because mm-hmm. it's so low. A doctor right. can charge $350 for a service <clears throat> and only get paid $20 from the right. insurance. Mm-hmm. So these people come in and they get the worst possible treatment ever versus us, we have private insurance or commercial insurance. We get pretty good health care. So only imagine what rich people are getting. Right. Because they have so much access to money and it's like, they want to take away, you know, Obamacare, different things like that. And it's like, well, what do these people want to do? Right. And you see, like, I've noticed a couple times I've had to go down to OSU or you go down to Grant. They've closed, like, all of the different health care facilities, like, yeah. people who have behavioral health issues, uh, you know, dealing with, like, schizophrenia or whatever the case may be. They've closed all of those facilities in the area. So now the hospitals are overcrowded and they're ran with people because people go right to the emergency room for issues that need to be solved by a primary care doctor. Right. So it's like they really want people out here to be sick and, and die, honestly. Mm-hmm. It's population control. Yeah, absolutely. So I, I, it's, it's levels to it, and we don't have to get into all of that. But like I said, the main thing that I can really just say is just stay on top <clears throat> of your health. You know what I mean? Because so many things can go wrong. And one thing I know we want to touch on was birth control. Yes, but I have, um, I guess I can save these for last. I'll save them. We can touch on birth control. (laughs) (laughs) Um, yeah, birth control. I, with me, I've tried about three or four different kinds. Mm -hmm. And I made a post to asking, um, some of my friends on Facebook like different ones they've tried and their side effects and if they like it or not. It was like four people that said they didn't like it and it was a ton of people that said they did. Or four people that said they did like it. And, and every that they yeah, didn't. that said they they didn't. But um I know for me like I think the first thing that I tried was the depot shot. And that okay. I like that it didn't, um, I didn't really have many periods, but when I did have a period, my period would last, like, two weeks. Mm. Um, but I feel like when I got on that birth control, it changed me, like, tremendously. Like, I lost my sex drive, um, I wasn't happy, had mood swings, I gained so much weight, like, where I just, I wouldn't even leave the house. And it's like, people always tell me, like, you're not big. Because I don't really gain weight everywhere it goes to my stomach. Oh, my God. Me too. <laughs> Straight to my stomach. So, I look like I'm four months pregnant, pregnant. and I'm not. Like, yeah. and it took forever, like, for me to get that weight off. Like, it was hard. And I remember, like, at the time, like, I would wear, like, bigger clothes. Like, I went and got a whole new wardrobe. And it took a couple years to get that weight off. And once I did, I had to get all new clothes. So, I got off of that shit. <laughs> um, <laughs> then I tried the pill. That pill didn't last two months. And I was nauseous every day, so I was just like, fuck this, whatever. Um, and then after that, um, I got on the Mirena because I'm too fucking fertile and I was not <laughs> trying to have nobody's kids. I know that's right. And <laughs> so I got on the Mirena. Well, I'm on that now. I got it on got on it last year. Um and I thought I didn't have any problems with it, but now like talking to other people that have it, the yeah. same thing, I'm like, damn, that happens to me. And then on top of that, me being stressed out and going through a lot of things mentally, it just hyphened everything like so like 
I just feel like my emotions been heightened and just when I'm sad, when I'm happy, like everything is just all over the place. Like I have headaches every day. Still, like my sex drive is not where it used to be. Like That's crazy. I could I told somebody the other day, like I could really go the rest of my life without having sex. Like I what? don't I'm that serious. Like, it's not wild for me. I have like <laughs> random times where I might be as something might spark like, oh, I wanna do it. Like, She's like, what? <laughs> Why she just walked in the kitchen like what like, how do I marry? Well, other than that, sweet. like on a normal day to day basis, I'm just like, hmm, you know, whatever. I don't really care if I have it or not. Um But my my mood swings are definitely there. Like I have random days where I'm sad for no reason people be like what's wrong let's talk about it. i don't have nothing to talk about i'm just you. sad yeah. like i don't know why yeah so birth control is just horrible like i'm i'm ready to get <laughs> off of this shit i've been i have been on birth control since i was 15 i started off with the pills the pills i didn't have any problem with the pills like i said they well no i take that back before i got on birth control my period maybe last three days i didn't have no cramps I didn't bleed a whole lot. I was mm-hmm. good. When I got on the pill, my periods got heavy. My cramps were crazy. So it didn't help me. But I was on the pill for a while. Um, pill was a little shaky. Um, then I, I tried the Mirena. And I we talked about that. Like, it, I was so messed up. I was, excuse me, guys. But I was bleeding through everything. Like, I, I didn't stop bleeding. Oh, and yeah. the doctor told me, like, You'll probably have a heavy period for six months. No, I was bleeding every day, all day. Like, throwing away underwear. Like, I had to keep pads, like, Mm -hmm. everywhere. It was bad. And then it didn't help sexually with my partner at the time because he could feel the strings. Mm -hmm. And it made me emotional. And I'm emotional, but damn. Like, (laughs) I was telling Darielle, I was like, I was sitting at work, and I happened to look at a a picture of my boyfriend and his daughter at the time and I just started crying for no reason like snot coming down my nose like I had to go to the bathroom and clean myself up and I didn't know why I was crying like my emotions were messed up so I was I think that thing maybe lasted two or three weeks and I was like get it no take it out take it out and now I have the next implant on in my arm the little implant in my arm I've had it since 2012 and I've I've had no problems with it my periods are random like they just kind of come when they want Mm -hmm. they're not really bad I have my period symptoms before my period comes like a week before my period comes stuff start aching and stuff but I haven't had no problems with it I mean the headaches could I do get headaches often Mm -hmm. it could be from it or it might not be I don't really know but I haven't had any problems with that but it's weird how birth control affects people differently no it definitely does I was on birth control in high school like I said when I was 15 because of my cramps my cramps were so bad like I wanted to die and I never had any issues. Like, my friends would be like, my hair is falling out. I'm like, what? what? Like, my hair don't fall out. Their hair, they yeah. went bald. I've had friends who said their hair was falling out. I never gained weight. My hair ain't never fell out. Like, I never had issues in high school. So, I was like 15 to about 2021, 20, and then I was done with it. But I just honestly, <laughs> and it sounds crazy, I'm on it now. <laughs> but I'm taking it just for that extra boost of estrogen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because of my whole hysterectomy situation. Okay, yeah, y'all. I'm ready to get rid of this. Because y'all want to talk about somebody crying. 
my emotions are through the roof. Like you said, you had looked at that picture at your boyfriend in his and boyfriend I, at the time. So Child, I put a song on. I'd be like, oh my God, why am I even crying? And then, like, like, all emotional. Emotional. <laughs> I should have a period because you don't have them. No I don't have no right. periods like at all. And oh, I'm, I'm like, pissed something off. is so wrong with me. Like, why, why do I feel this way? And then I'm thinking, maybe it's just hitting me that I can't have kids. But I'm yeah. like... Nah, it's this damn pill. I got to get up off of this. Like, That's what happened to me yesterday. I was ridiculous. sitting here on the couch, and I was pissed off for no reason. And I started feeling like I was about to cry for no reason. Yeah. I was just sitting here. I don't even know if I had the TV on. I may have been looking on my phone, or I was watching Mary Jane. I've been watching Mary Jane. Girl. And I was pissed <laughs> off. And I'm like, my period got to be coming, because there's no reason for me to be mad. Like, mm-hmm. That's yeah. how it is. Just, it's just like, That's what is I never felt that way. Like, in high school, like, I never felt emotional like that or nothing on the pill. I had no issues with the pill. So, when my doctor was like, well, let's get you, like, a little boost of estrogen since you, you know. To try, yeah. You know. You all messed I'm up. like, Ugh. like, I'm cool. Now, I will say this. Like, the when I'm on birth control, I don't know about y'all, but do, does it change y'all's body up a little bit? Like, it just makes y'all, like, a little bit curvier. No. For no, me, no. it just makes me, like, curvier. Me and Darielle like, when, like, listen, for me, I'm like, hold on, wait a minute. I ain't even mad at this birth control right now. <laughs> or I'm getting curves in the wrong places. Right. Okay. Like, to my <laughs> But other than that, I'm like, okay, I'm done with this birth control. I'm sad. I just want to cry too. But yeah, that it's just so happened funny. to me like two days ago. I'm when like, you why were, am I crying? <laughs> right. It, it's crazy. It, but it was funny when you were telling the beginning of your story about how bad your period used to be because my little sister has really bad periods. Like, they had came to visit me and I was taking them back and she was literally in the car screaming the whole time going back because her cramps were so bad and my mom was like I'm gonna talk to your mom when we get there because she needs to put you on birth control Mm -hmm. like it should help your cramps but it It kind of just like scared me a little bit like it don't don't say (laughs) like that now (laughs) no I mean it definitely helped me like with the yeah birth control and my cramps but them oh god I don't wish that on nobody because it just felt like a a rush of pain and then it just like go down and, and that's then it just comes was. right back up my mom is like and i, was I feel like you got her. like back labor pains or something <laughs> that's how and i, I said well if this is what it feel like i'm cool <laughs> like, she was at the time <laughs> it was so bad i'm like well i got these um ibuprofen 800 take oh, it girl, and it, didn't work. Yeah. My face. <laughs> it didn't work or nothing she was really screaming like somebody mm-hmm. was killing her like, i'm like girl i ain't never had that happen to me girl, like yeah wow. my mom she used to like rub my lower back try to calm me down like it was bad give me a heating pad i'll be all right heating pad all girl you just need it all with that it but, was bad back there <laughs> for sure so what do we are we oh you had some you said you had something else that you wanted to say yes so this is just basically us touching on just things to do um to help you if you have any type of like illnesses conditions whatever the case may be um so these were just seven prevention tips to live better with or without you having a chronic condition um cutting out junk food can't do that (laughs) exercise it's hard to do that can't do that (laughs) (laughs) um it talks about your brain health so like staying socially and mentally active getting rest a healthy diet learning how to cope with stress um preserve your bone health um so avoid like smoking alcohol and drinking soda um do something that strengthens your bones 30 minutes a day which is the same thing as exercise um getting bone density tests taking vitamin d and calcium 
Um, stay upbeat and avoid misery, which y'all all need to do, including myself. <laughs> Controlling your stress, reaching out to family and friends in a time of need, support groups, um, simplify your life, don't isolate yourself, and just taking time to relax. Um, lowering your cholesterol and your blood pressure, and then avoid chemical contact. So, and then eat healthy, guys. Come on. It, Let's it's get motivated. Really not that bad. Like, it's there's a lot bad. of good vegan recipes it's out there and vegetarian recipes. You I did have to try some. I mean, I haven't eaten red meat in for so long, but chicken, sometimes I struggle. Not yeah. gonna lie. My brother had some chicken wings the other day, and I, <laughs> I got me a little, a little so wing. But, uh,. <laughs> I honestly say that when I was going through my chemotherapy and all that stuff and just trying to live better, I followed. I don't know if y'all ever heard of him, Dr. Sebi. Yeah, I I watch him a lot just because of... Yeah, yeah. so I, like, try to change my whole entire lifestyle to an alkaline diet. It's hard yeah. with mm-hmm. that one, but it's definitely worth it. Um, it's definitely worth cutting out red meat. Like, I don't even think about it. And if you guys want to look him up, it's S-E-B-I. He's Mm -hmm. the doctor that used to uh, work with Left Eye Mm -hmm. and Michael Jackson back in the day. He has since passed away, but he has a lot of good videos out there about eating healthy and um, staying away from some of the stuff that, you know, we like to tend to stick in our mouths food-wise. So check him out if you guys are interested. It's really good stuff out Mm -hmm. there on that. Um my wrap-up, I think, like I said, it's important to go to your doctor. And not even just with chronic chronic conditions. One other thing I wanted to touch on is, especially with women, like if you're, even with your partners or if you're dating and you're sexually active, go get tested on a regular because as women, things can sit and we won't know. Mm-hmm. Like I have time. issues mm-hmm. like with my diabetes, like I said, I can get an infection easy, but I get no symptoms of an infection. Mm-hmm. So it's, you have to be really careful as women with STDs because something can lie in us for a long time and you not know. And then something happened where you can become infertile. So go get tested. Know your body. Pay attention to your body. When something feels off, just, you know, listen to your body. That's the best thing that you can yeah. do. Like we've been saying, try to eat healthy Um drink water it helps your skin i used to drink a lot of diet pop because that was one of my free foods Ooh, no. one of my free foods it don't raise my yeah. blood sugar i mean it was bad and i finally stopped and like now all i drink is water my skin instantly got better and when you're eating vegetables and stuff you'll see your skin will clear up um yeah just just try to take care of yourself as much as possible and then i feel like if you don't know what to ask your doctor, talk to your mom, talk to your girlfriends, talk to your wives, ask them, you know, what to ask your doctor. If y'all need to go to the doctor together, don't just go when you start itching and burning. Like, like they're little funky asses. Like, at this point, when you get to know somebody, it's just like, before you tell me your name, what, let me see your results. I have, when was the last time you've been to the doctor? Because it's real organic. I honestly, I honestly feel like, because I haven't had sex in quite some time. The next person that I date, we're going to go get tested together. Flat yeah. out. Like, we can For go sure. get tested together. Because. I'm, you're not giving me no age. You're not giving me no nothing. Nothing. Like, I've been seeing too much stuff. And then I know we talked about, too, like, even when you go get your paps or you want to get tests, ask them for everything. Because they won't oh, do they everything. Won't yeah, they everything. won't do you're everything. So right yeah. about that. They yeah. won't. They'll do, like, the basics. 
test. You need to ask for your HIV test. Everything. Yeah, you have to you ask, have to ask for, for it. To, They're for not going to automatically you. do right. it. You, you have, have to, to ask to do them. it. Because you have to sign like a state form yep. and all that stuff. Like you have to do that. And yeah. it's so important. Scary, but it's important. You have to. to do it. Yeah. And then just like knowing your family history. Your, for sure. Whoever your partner, knowing their family history. So when y'all have children. Um, and just educate yourself on everything. For sure. And if you guys need a doctor, I have a female doctor. She is a black doctor. Her name is Dr. Reina Henriquez. She's with Downtown Physicians in Columbus, Ohio. I don't have her phone number offhand right now, but look her up if you need a primary care doctor. If anyone has thyroid issues, diabetes, I go to an all-women-ran clinic also through Ohio Health. My doctor's name is Dr. Maturu. Um, She's with the Mahone Clinic up on 315. It's a drive, but they're really great in there. So... If you have any questions, email us, DM me personally if you're diabetic, a few other things. I know there's a couple more things we wanted to go over before we let you guys go today. Um, I'll let Darielle take that. Yeah, so I just wanted to remind you guys, we just started this. Um, You probably have seen a few posts, but on Mondays, I will post my music playlist on iTunes. Um, so once again, if you're not in our Facebook group, just search Take Control Podcast. I'll post it in there. Um, and then on Fridays, Brandy will have her self-care tips. Um, and then again, if you listen on iTunes, I go su- subscribe. Um, and also our social media accounts again, Twitter is Take Control Pod and Instagram is Take Control Podcast. And Angelica, what is your social media Mine is Angelica. Under, no, hold on. Wait a minute. I'm here <laughs> Angelica JW underscore one. And I'm only on Instagram. I don't do all the social media yeah. like everybody else do. We talk to the same people. <laughs> so, yeah. I don't need 10 apps to talk to the same people. <laughs> like, That's a good point. That's yeah. like, I'm cool. Like, I'm very old school with it. Like, just one and with the self care tip, guys, I'm going to try to make it. Um, something that can be both for our male listeners and our female listeners it's going to be me just talking about how i wind down um different products that i use uh, for the ladies i'll talk about different makeup products that i use different things like that just any way that i take care of myself to you know kind of boost myself up or just like i said wind down from a long week whatever the case may be i'll try to include visuals um i don't know if i'll make videos or not but look forward to you guys seeing that and like i said Darius playlist is lit so check that <laughs> out too um and then like she said follow our social media don't forget to subscribe to our itunes and our soundcloud and did anybody have anything else no that was all be blessed yeah guys, guys. Uh, have a fun. good rest of your week bye <laughs> bye